Okay, okay, here's another riddle. A woman has two children. Now, a homicidal maniac tells her she can only keep one. Which one does she let him kill? That's... that's not a riddle. That's... that's just terrible. Wrong! The ugly one! It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and... Yeah, that hurt? Oh, that hurt? What the hell? There's sex on TV. How oh, you're bending it? I'm wearing those good old-fashioned values. Giggity, giggity, 50s, giggity. On which we used to rely. Hey everybody and welcome to Frickin' Sweet, a Family Guy podcast, the internet's number one episode by episode, week by week look back at Family Guy 20 years later. I'm your host Ian and we have a fantastic episode for you this week. It's E. Peteribus Unum, the episode where Peter declares his home his own country. It is our 18th episode of season 2, it is our 25th episode overall. It debuted July 12th, 2000 and it was written by Neil Goldman and Gary Donovan. Neil Goldman uh, is where the the name, uh, character name comes from, and he's one of my favorite writers, along with Chris Sheridan. And Rob Renzetti directs this fantastic episode. Uh, we had a, a commentary for this episode, so we'll, we get a bunch of extra notes throughout it, and, and they're so funny. If you get a chance to listen to the commentaries, if you have them on DVD, I uh, definitely recommend you doing that. Um, beyond just getting a little extra tidbits about the show here and there, you also get just them being really fun and, and like shitty to each other. But it's still like, like I said, really funny. Um, this episode is one of the most well-remembered episodes of the early seasons. I would think, uh, you know, when I talk to other people about the show and I talk to my wife about the show, this episode, uh, is probably one of the more well, more well-remembered or uh, well-recognized of the, of the early seasons. It's really funny and it has a hilarious concept. Um, but I, I really do have a problem with the placement of the episode, uh, and, and just of the show in general, uh, and with how, Fo how it was treated in the, in the early years by Fox. Um, you know, it debuted, uh, weeks after the last episode on a Wednesday. Uh, it, it was preceded by the Emmy winning, uh, behind the laughter episodes of the Simpson. Uh, which, if you remember, uh, went up against an episode of this um, and ended up winning uh, for best episode. I believe it went up against a boom, which uh, ended up losing to the Behind the Laughter episode. The Behind the Laughter episode is really good. It's, it's one of my more favorite concept episodes of The Simpsons. Um, and then it also uh, went up against the back half of a uh, newly debuting Survivor. It wasn't the the very the very first episode of it, but it's it was the debuting season of it, and and at the time it was just getting just crazy ratings. Um, but Family Guy at this point was 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 all but abandoned by Fox. It wasn't renewed for its first season, and it would end up being canceled. Um, luckily, it did get bought back for its third season with a few holdovers from this season uh, into the next one. Um, but like I said, it was canceled in 2000 and it wouldn't get brought back till uh, 2001. Um, but and I, and I really do. And it was canceled for having low ratings, but I put that uh, uh, squarely on Fox's door. Uh, they managed it terribly. They put it on Tuesdays for a long for a long time. Uh, where King of the Hill 
uh, had been floundering. And King of the Hills is a perennial, or it was a uh, uh, it it always had good good ratings. It was a perennial ratings. Uh, um, I wouldn't say monster, but it had you know it had solid ratings throughout its run, even until uh, its later seasons when it got re- uh, replaced for Cleveland Show. Um, but it didn't do too well on Tuesday nights, and they ended up bringing it back to Sunday with The Simpsons, and then they put Family Guy in its place. And I'm not sure you know what they were expecting out of Family Guy. Uh, I don't know how they expected them to do, to do better in that, in that, but you know, uh, beyond that, they also played the episodes erratically. Um, you know, this entire season took, uh, almost an entire year to come out. Um, it started back in September on September 23rd and then ran all the way into August, uh, or into late July, early August of, of the same, of the following year. Um, and you know it 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 skipped almost entire of November. It skipped. Uh, Daboom came out on December twenty fourth, and then another episode didn't come out until February. And then it took another big jump after I think one or two episodes from there. Um, they played them erratically and then blamed the show for having low ratings, which doesn't quite make sense to me, at least. Um, and then uh, you know two weeks, you know. The last two episodes that we did came out on the same day in June. And then this episode came out two weeks and a day later against, like I said, a ratings juggernaut in the debuting Survivor. Um, but, you know, whatever their reasoning for all that is, I am glad that they would bring back Family Guy for a third season and then finally learn their lesson after the second canceling and keep it on full time. Um, but, you know... Like I said, I, I'm just really glad that they ended up bringing it back just in general. And we'll be right back after we hear a quick spot from our sponsor, Anchor. And we're back. And the first thing we get is... And then we get a... Okay, okay, here's another riddle. But you already heard that a second ago. Uh, after that, Cleveland comes up, and he's like, hey, Peter. And Peter comes over, and he's like, he's like, he's showing off his new trampoline. Joe is just having the time of his freaking life on this thing. He is bouncing in his wheelchair on it. Just, yeah, woo, get some. You know, just just really going to town on it. And uh Peter's like, wow, did you uh, sell your body to science, Cleveland, to buy this? Because, you know, I've thought about doing that. And uh, we get a, a funny joke where Peter's a skeleton and a girl comes up to, like, point out his femur bone and she gets up and she's like, and then he just is like, boo, and she runs away. And uh, he's like, ha, 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 you know, get out of here, you little bastard. And it's uh, it's pretty funny he calls her a little bastard. But, um. He's like, no, I uh, I got my tax refund, and everyone just, uh, Joe's like, yeah, I got six hundred dollars for mine, and Quagmire's like, I got eight fifty, and then Charlie Brown and his little ghost costume is like, I got a rock, which is really funny because it's a a callback to Charlie Brown uh, in the Great Pumpkin. But Joe's like, I got I bought he- uh, new wireless headphones so I can listen to my Seagal movies without bothering Bonnie. We get a funny cutaway. Where they're in bed and everything is silent, and then out of nowhere, you just hear Joe screaming, "Yes, yes, get 
get some, get some. Whoa, yeah, here comes the pain. And uh, Bonnie, of course, hears that and wakes up a little, you know, just a little bit. Uh, Quagmire's like, yeah, and I used mine to buy a sex doll. And, and he's having dinner with a vibrating sex doll. And he's like, so, so you're a teacher. That, that must be interesting. And she falls out of the chair. And then Peter goes uh, on a rant. He's like, oh yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna buy something really great uh, uh, with my, with my tax refund. Uh, I'm gonna buy something really special, special. Uh, have you guys ever tried Special K? I wonder what they do with the regular K. Hey, do you guys remember K Ballad? You know, if you shed ballad, if ballad with a cold, it sounded like you shed mallad. And then Brian's like, do you, do you listen to yourself when you talk? He's like, I drift in and out. Um, from there, the family's like hanging out in the living room later on. And Stewie is playing with Rupert. He's got the dictionary. He's like, oh, Rupert, did you know that the word gullible isn't in the dictionary? And he hands it over to Rupert. And he's like, oh, what's that? It, it isn't? And he's like, oh, Rupert, hoisted by my own petard. Oh, God, am I lonely? And it's it's really cute. Stewie's actually really cute in this episode. Uh, Peter comes in. He's like, oh, yeah, I got my tax refund. Uh, we're going to get something super awesome. And everyone's like, oh, are we going to get a, a car? And uh, Chris slaps her. And then Chris is like, are we going to get a monkey? And then Stewie slaps him. And then Lois is like, we're we going to get a pool. And Peter slaps her. And he's like, oh, oh, wait. Yeah, sorry, Lois. No, yeah, it was a pool. And uh, he opens it, and he's like, "Oh, it's even better than I thought. Uh, we're getting an Audi. Uh, we're getting a car. We're gonna get. We're getting an Audi." And Brian's like, "Oh, that actually says audit, Peter." And he's like, "No, it's a foreign car. The T is silent." And uh, it, and, and uh, I think Brian slaps him in the face after that. Uh, from there, Peter's going to the IRS. He comes in. He's super nervous to talk to the IRS, which is obviously understandable. Uh, and she's trying to calm him down. She's like, "Look, we're a much kinder IRS now. We're we're new. We're innovative. We're we're much kinder." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "There's a." Uh, she's like, "Oh, you smell great." And she's like, "No, it must be you." Uh, or no, she says, oh, you smell great. And he's like, she's like, no, it must be you. And she's like, no, it can't be me. I just farted. And he's like, oh. And so they get down to business and uh, he's, she's asked him if he incurred any medical expenses this year. He's like, oh, you can uh, write off medical stuff? Well, I wouldn't have gone to that discount surgeon. Uh, I'm not sure which one to cut here. The red one or the blue one? Okay, okay, just relax, just relax. Let's see. Uh, uh, first, why don't you attach that green one to that purple one? Okay, here goes. Oh, God! That kill me? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was afraid of that. All right, try the green one and the blue one. Well, Mr. Griffin, you don't owe any additional money, but unfortunately, you're not entitled to a refund. Ah! Mr. Griffin, are you okay? I I'm sorry. I, I still haven't gotten over the loss of party of five. It's going to take some time to get over it. Now, 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 what were you saying? You're not entitled to a refund. Ah! I'm, I'm sorry, come again? You're not entitled to a refund. Ah! Was that for Party of Five, too? Oh, that was for my refund. What the hell's Party of Five? Um, and it's really funny. He's yelling Party of Five. Party of Five was on Fox. Um, uh, Party of Five, it, this show actually led into Party of Five uh, for a few weeks there. Um, so it's pretty funny. He's like, oh, I, I, I miss Party of Five. I miss Party of Five. Uh, I don't remember Party of Five. It's because uh, no one remembers Party of Five. And if you do, 
what are you doing? Um, but later on, Peter's super pissed. He doesn't get a tax refund, so he's going to dig his own damn pool. And uh, the kids are watching him do it, and Stewie's like, uh, if you find a dead body in there with a Lincoln log, uh, the, I didn't do it, but I do need that Lincoln log back so I can build the uh, rebuild James Madison's cabin. And um, uh, so, like I said, he's digging the pool, and he starts talking to the kids. All right, now, kids, I don't want anyone swimming in this pool unless there's a lifeguard on duty. <laughs> duty. <laughs> Diarrhea. Hey, Lois. What? Diarrhea. <laughs> Pete, I'm holding nice tea. Oh. oh. Um, it's funny. I... Lois is like, you know, maybe a pool is just one of those things that our family doesn't need. And he's like, or like, and she's like, I oh, like that new dog we got. And uh, we get a cut to Peter bringing in a new dog. And it's Jasper, Pete, or Brian's cousin, uh, Brian's gay cousin from a bunch of episodes later on in the series. But this is our, our, our very first look at him. And he comes in and he's like, uh, hey everyone, who's kind of cheese doodle honk honk? See, that's what I do is I ask for a treat and then I honk my little horn. And uh, it's really funny. Um, and like I said, he's going to show up in uh, season three for the, not the debut, but the second episode of season three, or yeah, season three. And then he shows up for a really important episode where Chris becomes a, a, a young Republican and Brian tries to pass gay marriage in Quahog. Um, but those are later on down the line. Season three is not too far away, though. So uh, just throwing that out there. But um, Peter's like, hey, what's this? Uh, what's this plastic tree root? And Lois is like, there's no plastic tree roots. And at the same time, Peter's just hacking at it with his, uh, with his uh, shovel and he cuts the damn thing in half. And uh, it it says right there on it, Quahog power. And uh, right as he cuts it off, uh, we get a funny... Steven Seagal movie where Steven Seagal is fighting a bunch of like lion seals or whatever. Um, but uh, I just heard my wife laugh. Super funny. Um, but uh, his TV cuts off. Quagmire's doll shuts off because it's electric. And it says goodbye, like, uh, you know, turning off an old computer. And then Cleveland's trampoline stops working for some reason. He's mid bounce and he just like sinks down and doesn't go back up. Which I didn't is I didn't know that's how trampolines worked, um, but then a guy comes over and fixes the power, and he's like, "Look, you, you you can't have a pool back here. You're not zoned for it." And Peter's like, "Hey, you can't tell me what to do in my house." He's like, "Look, sorry, you know your your house is too close to the curb," which I don't understand, but whatever. Um, but uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, well your eyes are too close to your nose," and then we get a a face on shot with the guy, and his eyes are like incredibly just like together and oh and like right over his nose and i was trying to put my eyes like that but this is a audio medium so but um visual jokes for the audio podcast but um so the guy's like well you know at least i don't i only have to wear one goggle when i go swimming in my pool and he goes to walk off and peter's like wait i've got to draw you and so the guy's laying out naked and peter's drawing him and it's not from titanic it's actually from as good as it gets uh that's a reference to that and peter's like you're the reason cavemen drew on walls and uh it's pretty funny i suppose 
Um, and then during that whole pool scene, um, that that whole um, lemonade joke, that joke, or the I'm holding iced tea joke, that joke is so funny. Me and my joke, or joke, me and my wife say that joke all the time. I'll just, just from across the house be like, hey, 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 Rachel, diarrhea. And then she'll be like, oh my God, Ian, I'm holding iced tea. It's just, it's one of my favorite jokes. And I just wanted to point that out to everyone that that's uh, a really funny joke. Uh, but after Peter paints the power guy or whatever, uh, Peter goes to see the mayor. Uh, he's like, how dare they, uh, you know, do this to me. I'm a great American. You know, my ancestor helped create one of the most iconic American cartoon characters. And we get a cut to a boardroom where uh, just a guy, it's just Peter in a boardroom. And uh, uh, they're like, all right, uh, everyone who uh, is for uh, Bugs Bunny, uh, raise your hand and there's a little picture of Bugs Bunny and everyone raises the hand and then everyone for ev and then he says everyone for Ephraim the retarded rabbit and Peter raises his hand he looks around no one is agreeing with him he's like ah oh, you bastards can go rot in hell and um, when he walks into the mayor's office the uh, Adam West attacks him he's like oh I'm sorry I thought you were the district attorney which is really funny uh, so they get down to business. He's like, oh, I, I love, love to help my citizens do any, you know, with all this. And you're here for a pool. And Peter's like, yeah. And so they're looking at the map and uh, there's just a black square where Peter's house should be. And, and Adam West is like, I've never seen this before. Your, your, uh, your house isn't on the map, which means technically you're not part of America, which, which means you're a, communist ah! and then peter yells ah and then he's like ah and so they he presses a button and a little uh you know trap door comes out from under peter and he falls but he gets stuck because of course he's fat and adam west is like ah you know usually my malcontents are a little less hefty than you would you come back when my uh extra large uh trap door is finished and he's like ah no i'm never gonna come back i'm, I'm never coming back to america ever which he goes back on right away but so Adam West pushes him down uh, the tube and finishes this scene off in classic Adam West style. I love this job more than I love taffy. And I'm a man who enjoys his taffy. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Oh. Mm. 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 Um, I love Adam West in this show, and I'm thinking that uh, during the break between season two and three, I'm thinking that maybe we're going to take uh, just maybe one or two weeks off uh, between seasons. We're going to do the uh, top ten, uh, you know, season two uh, countdown spectacular, and then we're also uh, going to be doing a we're either going to be doing ted the first ted movie or we're going to be doing the first star wars uh family guy uh episode uh i'm going to be leaving that up to you guys um so you can send us an email send us a voicemail uh let us know on reddit uh we are we're always putting out a uh, little discussion questions on the subreddit for family guy literally just r backslash family guy uh to find those um, 
but but I'm also thinking about maybe doing a profile for the late great Adam West, um, seeing as how he he left us, uh, and 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 I want to do a character profile. I'm, I I want to do the first ones about the family, but at like I said, Adam West has passed away, and I want to do one for Adam West. So I'm thinking maybe we'll do that over the break. But maybe not. I do want to get into season three because the first, because season three is um, probably one of, if not my favorite season. Every single episode in it is absolutely fantastic. So I don't want to waste any time in getting to that. But I do want to take a couple of weeks to do a couple of other fun little things here and there. Um, but after that, Peter comes back to this, to the house. He's talking to the family. Uh, there he's telling them, you know, about everything that happened. And he's like, you know, we're not even technically part of America, which means we can become our own country. And they're like, what? And he, he goes over and he, he, he raises a flag. He's like, I named this, uh, land in the name of Pretoria. Yeah. I was going to call it Peter land, but the gay boy down by the airport has dibs on it. Um, but it's really funny. Um, cause there's always a, there's always bars. There's always, a uh, uh, uh never mind anyways um but there's always uh uh in these shows funny funny there's always something down by the airport that's got a funny name um and actually there's one here in town called the land there's a strip club down by the airport called the landing strip that's uh, i just thought of that but it's super funny um but so like i said he's he's rechristened uh his little square of property into Pretoria. And he's put up a little flag. It's got a picture of himself, and it says Pretoria. Uh, he can he can draw pretty. He, Peter can draw better than I can. So uh, he's like he's drawing a little face of himself on the flag. But we get a little news intro um, where Tom and Diane are talking about the new uh, country of Pretoria, and they say that uh, they sent Asian reporter Trisha Takanawa to on a tour of the new country so mrs griffin what's it like being the woman behind the man well you know when peter first said we were our own country i was a bit skeptical but then i thought hey i could be like hillary clinton <laughs> only you know without the penis Tell us a little bit about your country well we're a clean industrious people mostly white my son Chris is in charge of our space program. We hope to get to the moon very shortly. Almost. Ow! They should really use monkeys for this. And little Stewie here is our president of Poopy. <laughs> so where is the president now? Oh, he's out on a goodwill mission to America. And in this scene, um, Lois is dressed like Jackie O. Um, and Jackie Kennedy did a uh, CBS interview like this where she gave the tour of the White House. And uh, Lois is in the iconic uh, Jackie Kennedy pink dress um, for this. And, and every part of it's funny. Chris falling out of the tree. Um and when she says that uh, the that Peter is on a goodwill mission to America, we see Peter out and about with his friends. They're having fun, drinking, uh, playing darts at the clam. Uh, Cleveland is like, "Oh, Peter, this is so fun. You know, this is this is more fun than when I'm at home." And Laura's like, "Oh yeah, let's uh, let's go to the bedroom." And um, Peter's like, 
Yeah, yeah, there's tons of great leaders in my family, like uh, Ulysses S. Griffin, and then we get a cutaway to uh, Peter dressed up as a as a Union general. He's uh, besting uh, Robert E. Lee in a drinking contest. He's like, yeah, Robert E. Lee, I win. You know what that means. And Robert E. Lee's like, all right, no more slaves, but we don't have to read books. And Peter's like, yeah, that's fair, whatever. And it's <laughs> so funny um because i'm from the south and so you know i get it um but peter orders a drink he's like uh hey barkeep petro nemo slappy wag which means more beer slappy wag and he's like hey uh you, you owe me for the for the rounds before uh that'll be 50 bucks peter refuses to pay for it um he, he's like i'm i've got diplomatic immunity i don't pay for drinks and um so we leave they leave the bar peter's still drinking outside with an open container and quagmire's like hey hey you're gonna get in trouble for drinking that out here you you won't go to like like hot cinemax jail you go to like regular man jail and then uh uh joe's like peter you better go back and pay for those drinks you don't want to break the law it's he says it really oddly but it's he he says you don't want to break the law and peter's like look i've got diplomatic immunity and he launches into uh can't touch me uh cover of the uh he, he launches into a cover of can't touch me by mc hammer and um actually the very first few lines are uh judge 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 just like the bad guy from lethal weapon 2 i got diplomatic immunity so hammer you can't sue and it's really funny he 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 goes into a bunch of other things um i was listening to the commentary they were talking about how uh one of the writers did this whole song like he like did it and then sent it over and everyone loved it so they kind of went with it um but then Peter goes into more of the song. You can't touch me. What in God's name is he doing? You can't touch me. I believe that's the worm. Stop. Peter time. I'm a big shot. There's no doubt. Light a fire and pee it out. Don't like it? Kiss my rump. Just for a minute, let's all do the bump. Can't touch me. Yeah, do the Peter Griffin bump. Can't touch me. I'm Presidential Peter. Interns think I'm hot. Don't care if you're handicapped, I'll still park in your spot. I've been around the world, from Hartford to Back Bay. It's Peter, go Peter, I'm Peter, yo Peter, let's see, read your strap this way, can't touch me. And then he, and then right after he finishes it, he's like, he points at a hot lady and he's like, except for you, you can touch me. And uh, it's really funny, it's one of the most memorable things about this episode, it's one of the more memorable things uh from the first few seasons that like people my age like still remember um uh from there we see peter at the un uh he he's complaining that he's got a really crappy seat and the guy is like oh let's uh recognize the 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 great country of Pretoria. do you want a satellite that'll scratch your ass for you too with a laser and he's like they have those and he gets laughed at uh by everyone in the entire a uh, room it's really funny at lunch people yeah he walks up he's like hey everyone and everyone leaves the table and then some guy comes up he's like they don't respect you and he's like 
Look, you know, I used to be, uh, I used to be uh, the laughing stock around here, but then I invaded Kuwait, and and now I have got a seat in the third row. And Peter's like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. And he's like, look, you got just gotta take something, and then they'll respect you. And he's like, he's like, okay. And he's then he's like, well, if you got so much respect, how come no one sits you with you at lunch? And he's like, I don't show. And he's like, oh, that's what that is. The next day, Peter is hanging out and Joe comes outside to find him hanging out in his pool. Good morning, Joe. Uh, Peter, what are you doing in my pool? Oh, this is the newest province of Pretoria. I call it Joe-hi-o. What? You can't just come over here and annex my pool. Oh, uh, yeah? Well, according to paragraph seven, sentence three, word eight of the Geneva Convention, the. So tough luck, Swanson. We get a, a zoom out from that, and then it's a picture, and a military guy is talking to a naked President Clinton uh, about what they can do, and they're like, well, you know, we, obviously we can't uh, just, like, all outright attack them because then they'll get sympathy, but we can't just, like, let them do this. And, and then the guy's like, well, obviously sanctions is the way to go, and, and Clinton's like, yes, well, get it. All right, all right get it done then. And uh, from there... Uh, Chris comes back to Peter, who's like, Peter's looking at a newspaper, he's like, ah, maybe some people will give us some respect now, because he's, there's a, there's a headline about him in the newspaper, and Chris comes walking back up, he's like, aren't you supposed to be at school, and some guy's like, ah, he won't let me, so there's a guy, and he won't let me go to school, and, uh, Peter's like, oh yeah, him and what army, and then, uh, Chris is like, the U.S. Army, and, it, and then, um, Peter looks up, and the entire U.S. Army, He's pointing guns and rockets and tanks at him. And he's like, oh, that's a good army. Um, and then from there, we get a news story about the Pretorian invasion. The scene outside the U.S. Pretorian border as the sun rises on day one of Operation Desert Clam. Good morning, I'm Diane Simmons. We now go to Tom Tucker, live at the site of the U.S. blockade. Tom. Diane, I'm here at the Pretorian front where the U.S. has cut off electricity, water, and gas to the tiny four-bedroom republic. The situation is very tense and extremely dangerous. It's only a matter of time before, uh... Oh, my God, they've opened fire. All right, looks like things are getting very heated here. This is not a safe place to be. Um, he, after the, after those, he starts making, uh, there's missile sounds, and then the camera pans over, and we see that it's Tom making all of these sounds with a bubble wrap and a, and a slide whistle. Um, and he, he's like, oh, my God, it's terrible. Oh, the humanity. And then the camera pans to him. He sees and he's like, and now sports. Um, and then we see uh, Peter and Lois arguing in the kitchen. They both have headlamps on. And uh, Pete Lois is like, look, they've turned off our power. They've turned off our water. They're 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 gonna like kill us. Like you need to like fix this. And uh, Peter's like, ah, those dirty pig dog Americans. It's pretty funny. Um, but the whole time they're arguing, that's pretty much the the whole like basis of their argument. Like Lois is like, look, you need to to like you know like talk to these people and like you know fix this. And Peter's like. Uh, just basically being stubborn and, and being an ass about it. But also at the same time, he's staring at her chest with a headlamp and, and the whole time Lois is like, I'm up here, Peter. Look, Peter, I'm up here. My face is up here. And then Stewie comes in with his little headlamp uh, down at the bottom of the screen. 
And then he goes down to the other side. He looks up and he's looking at a, a knife on the kitchen counter. And then he's like looking over at Lois and he's like jumping up for the knife, trying to get it. And then Lois is like, Stewie, is that you? And he goes running off. And then uh, another light comes in and it's staring right at Lois's breasts. And she's like, Peter, I'm up here. And Brian's like, oh, no, that was me. Sorry, Lois. And um, because that's just like how how uh, high he is. From there, we get a, a news segment, a roundtable news segment with like four people, four talking heads talking about how the U.S. Army's turned uh, uh, Pretoria into a third world nation. Uh, they're calling Peter a despot. Some people want to just like just take over. Some people just want to leave him alone. It's it's a it's a lot of it's it's like a good parody of the whole what was going on around the time about invading the middle east um but uh as they're talking you know they all start yelling at each other and then and b davis pops up as alice uh which is really funny uh you know a little uh brady bunch joke um from there we get a look at Pretorian homeschooling and Chris tries to pass a note to Meg. Lois sees it and says, Chris, why don't you read that out loud? So Chris does, and he's, he reads it and says, I think Mrs. Griffin is hot, and uh, which sounds like a the start of a 2020 porn video now. But at the time, Lois is like, go to your room. Um, Stewie's outside working on something. He's in a diaper and he's dirty. And Susan Sarandon comes up and she's like, I know a lot of you think I'm Tim Robbins' mother, but I'm actually his girlfriend. And for just 23 cents a day, you can keep Stewie um, fed. And he's like, and she, she's doing like the whole like sad, like um, starving children in Africa, you know, bit. And uh, he's like, oh, by the look of those sweater cows, you can keep me fed as well. And he's just checking out her, her uh, you know, her, her, her uh, size, her, her sweet tits, I guess is what I'm going for. Uh, but the family's desperate at this time. Stewie uh, is using the newspaper as his diapers. Uh, he's like, oh, oh, no, it's no problem. I'll, hang on. I'm almost done with the family circus. And he takes a crap and he's like, oh, how about that, Jimmy? Was that wasn't me? It's really funny. Um, Lois is like, you know, this is worse than we were than when we were tortured. We get a really funny cutaway to the family strung up in a dungeon, and the dungeon master's whipping Peter, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Could you uh, was that was that you? I thought a mosquito landed on me." And then he whips me again. He's like, "Hey, could you could someone tell the dungeon master his grandma was in here trying to work me over?" And uh, Lois just wants to end it all. Like she just like wants to just like be, be part of America again and have everything go back to normal. And Peter, Peter's bragging about like, I, no, look, Lois, we look at all these people who've who've said we've been doing a great great job. Look, Lebanon, Libya, Iraq, Iraq, Lois. He's like, you know, I, I'm thinking about inviting all some of these guys over for a party. And so, in fact, he does. Uh, he's standing there. He's he's talking to some people, and uh, he's like, "Hey, Slobodan, how you doing?" And uh, the guy walks up. He's like, "Hey, I made you some potatoes. It's made from people." He's like, oh, "I'm just kidding." Hey, is Momar here yet? And he's like, "Yeah, he's over there with Saddam." And then we see Momar Gaddafi uh, and Saddam Hussein doing like a, a Seinfeld bit where they're talking about uh, the episode where. Uh, 
Jerry is trying to guess his girlfriend's name where it's the it rhymes with a female body part and he's like Mulva um but they're like i, I love uh, i love when uh kramer i love that kramer guy i love when he walks and he's like oh i can't do it but but you know um it's it's funny because all like all of these guys are dead now and, and so it's kind of like yeah it's kind of funny uh but we get more of the dictator party marco polo marco polo fish out of water oh <laughs> Yeah, those are looking good. Yeah, Ma Manuel, Manuel, do you want? Yeah, can, can you ask him if he wants cheese? Hey, hey, Fidel, no running around the pool. I say, I say, Ahmed, what, what, what is that thing you people do when, when, when you're about to assassinate an infidel? Ah, you mean this? <laughs> oh, John, yes, I love that. <laughs> this is insanity. Um, after that, the family leaves. And, um, um, Brian, Brian, Peter's like, oh, at least you stayed behind Brian. He's like, oh, I've, uh, I've, I've stuck by you through worse. And then we just get a weird little gag where, uh, they're on a Ferris wheel and Peter's just, Brian's just like, mm. and then Peter's just like, ah, and he's on fire on a Ferris wheel for no reason. Um, but then, we get the general guy yelling through a megaphone like as you may presently be aware my grammar sucks but uh we're gonna be uh, uh blow we're gonna be commencing operation blow the crap out of you and he's like uh the guy who comes up with the names is on vacation right now and so they they uh, shoot off a missile and they miss uh the griffin house and it flies into quagmire's house and just penetrates right through the roof and then Quagmire says to the woman that he's been talking to, and he, he looks up and he's like, something like that. And in the commentary, you can hear uh, Seth being like, the question that she asked before was, what does Quagmire's penis look like? I always thought the question that she had asked right before was, what are you going to do to me? And I thought it was the act of the missile coming through, but I guess Quagmire's penis looks like a missile. And then they were talking about how um, someone had actually drawn, drew a picture of Quagmire's penis coming through the roof. So, but I, that's funny. Um, but then the general guy is like, uh, sorry about that. The guy who, uh, aims is in the John up oh, here. He is. Now we're going to get you. And then, uh, they, they lower a missile right in Peter's face. And he looks at Brian. And he's like, can I, can I tie you to a stick and wave you like a white flag? Um, so, uh, that from there we go to negotiations with the mayor and the military, uh, Adam West says that, uh, they were going to have Jesse Jackson do a prayer before the negotiations, but he was busy. So they got Latoya Jackson and she's like, rub a dub dub. Thanks for the gub. Yay God. And he's like, wow, how incredibly inappropriate. Thank you. And then they go into negotiations. Now, Mr. Griffin, would you like to begin? Okay. After much thought and consideration, I have decided to make a concession or two. Very good, Peter. First, I will return Joe's pool. Oh, you got that right. But in exchange, I demand access to it on alternate weekends. No. Accepted. I also demand to remain my own independent nation. Absolutely not. Well, how about you just give me your pen? You mean this cheap little pen we have millions of back at the office? Yeah. No. 
afterwards, Peter is like, oh, so I get I get nothing. And Lois is like, well, how about this? Every day after you get home from work, I'll scratch you back with a matchbook, just like you like. And he's like, okay, will you call me Big Rudy while you do it? And she's like, no. And then we get a, a funny little, um, a little future ending that breaks the fourth wall. It absolutely destroys the fourth wall. Um, where it, they're in the future, they're talking about uh, how this happened in less than a week, and the kid, some kid is like, um, so I, I don't get it. Do the, can the family understand the baby, or what's up with that? And then Seth explains that, like, uh, he always thought of it like, um, like if you're talking to like a four year old and they tell you to go fuck yourself and it's just like, <laughs> that's funny. Like you just like ignore what they actually say. Um, but that's how Seth explained it. And then someone else was like, huh, that's what you think. And Seth was like, yeah, that's how I've always thought of it. And there were, they, it's so that's funny. And I, I just think it's funny that some of, uh, some of the writers were like, huh, that's, that's how you think of it. Uh, th- I guess that means that they think of it in a different way. Um, but we'll play that clip at the end of the show. And you should always listen to the end of the show because a lot of the times there's like a little thing at the end or after the credits and everything and after the after the end credits song. So either there's like a, a something between me and my cat or I play another clip at the end. So maybe, so maybe you just give that a listen. Um, but, uh, and that's the end of the episode. So that's how the, that's, like I said, that's, that's the end of the episode. Uh, and this is one of my favorite episodes, um, and it has been for a really long time. If I've, if I've had to have a top five uh, favorite episodes uh, for the early seasons for this show, I would say this is probably on the short list, probably in that top five. Uh, it's political without being too political. Uh, I mean, like, in a, in a way that it's, like, broad and not pointed. It's not, And it's not very dated, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, or it's not as dated as one would think. I mean, it's got the Seinfeld joke and the dictators, but they're kind of like famous throughout history. So like you can kind of, it's, it's not as dated as you would think it would be. And it's, and it's really broad and it's, and it's fun that it started as in the commentary. They say that this episode started as an episode about tax day. And it was actually supposed to debut on April 15th, but through the writing process, it became more of an episode about Peter becoming his own country. And um, I just think it's interesting uh, the way that episodes through the writing process change uh, completely. The tax part became only like the first like five minutes of it. Um, and in the, in the episode where... And then in the commentary, they were talking about another episode that changed like that. Originally, the radical female episode, um, I Am Peter, Hear Me Roar, was about Peter starting his own newspaper, um, they say in the commentary. But it, then it became the radical feminist episode, which uh, that's, a, that's a large, um, that, is a, that is a large step to the left. And um, I, I can't even think of how that story was supposed to go to a newspaper. Um, but it's, this episode's really, really funny. And like I said, it's one of my favorites. Um, not every episode has a commentary, but when there is, I always like to listen to it because you always get fun little tidbits. And like I said, they always talk shit about each other, but you can tell that they're, they are, they are still friends. Uh, we are rapidly closing in on the end of the season and our top 10 episode for this season is just around the corner. So please get your votes in. 
for the top 10 extravaganza at the end of this uh, season. We've just got three episodes left. You can do that by sending us an email at frickinsweetfamilypod at gmail.com or send us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash sweet, and we will have those in our show notes. Uh, next week, we will talk about the story on page one is the hilarious episode guest starring the late, great Luke Perry, and we can't wait to do that. But until then, we will see you later. Bye. Victoria, a little nation that 200 years ago seceded and repatriated in less than a week. Any questions? Yeah, uh, I, I don't get it. So, like, can the family understand the baby, or, or, or what, what's the deal with that?